behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now at 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Good Thursday morning to you. How are you doing? I hope it's a good start, good day, beautiful day here in the middle of July. (laughs) 81 degrees, 82 degrees, whatever it's going to be today. I see people... I almost broke out the shorts. You know me. When I bring out the shorts, though. Oh, yeah. You wear the, the, shorts in January. Yeah, the, they're, the, they're, the long pants aren't going back, okay? Right. Unless right. I'm going to a wedding or a funeral. And neither one of them mine, hopefully. Uh, Pat, yeah. good morning. <laughs> What's going on, Pat? Good morning. I I have broken out the shorts yeah? today. Khaki shorts are here. Polo weather is here. Not tomorrow. I will not be wearing the same outfit tomorrow, but. Yeah, hope you guys are having so, a good, yeah, good hey, one. The older you get, it's more okay to wear the same thing you did the day before. True. Okay, I'll just tell you that. But I'm right now, I'm on like four days in a row with these pair of pants, okay? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, well, seriously, when I don't have to, you know, usually if I come in and, you know, usually if I got a lunch appointment or something I got to do, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, I'll I'll have a, I have a, uh, my fancy tennis shoes instead oh, yeah, of these. Yeah, other, yeah, 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 yeah. You got your yeah. fancy tennis shoes in right. the car instead of your your dress tennis shoes. Right. You know. So how you doing, man? I'm doing good. You got the, you got the crud. Yeah, I got a little bit of the crud. I'm uh, I'm functional, highly functional, but uh, yeah, I'm a little. You know, this weather change has got me a little. Yeah. Meh. I'm all right though. I'm good. I had a good night's sleep last night, and so. Um, you know, is it head, stomach, it's all the above? Kind of stomachish, but Man, it's not like it's there's not a like, virus, stomach virus yeah, going yeah, around. Yeah, it's just it's thank thankfully I'm not like you know having to run to the bathroom every five minutes. It's just kind of like my stomach just feels a little you know. But I'm all right. I'm functional. I'm good to go. I'm here, ready, to rock and roll. I, Aaron Rodgers is out of the darkness. Apparently, he came out of his darkness retreat, so he can hold the sports world hostage as to where he's going to go. Jets stay in Green Bay, Vegas. Taylor Lewan, uh yesterday gets cut, uh, released, however you want They're going to save with the combination of him and Robert Woods, who got released, Randy Bullock, who does not high, have high school kicking range, uh, you know, gets released, uh, and Zach Cunningham as well. So a total of $37 million. I'm going to ask you right now, the legacy of Taylor Lewan. let's just say it ends right now. Who knows when his knee gets healthy, what might happen later on, you know, when training camp gets here. He may come back on the cheap or whatever, may not ever play another down. He's not coming back here. Yeah, you know he, who knows. I, I'm never saying never about anything. Okay? okay, why would you go somewhere for three million when you could make three million here? You know, so because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people are going to give him the mega thing because he's coming off the knee injury. He hadn't played but half the games in the last two years. Right. What's his legacy? Um, I think he's one of the guys that helped turn around the culture of the Tennessee Titans. Drafted number one draft pick in 2014, and that was the. Uh, you know that was the two-year death march of five and twenty-seven, but you know he was one of the guys that kind of held things together. Him, Delaney Walker. There's a lot of other guys I could name. I think Demarco Murray uh, fits in that pile as well. Um, I think you know I think he's a borderline Ring of Honor guy. I think he's a guy that should be remembered fondly by the fans here because you know he talked the talk, but more often than not, when he was healthy, he walked the walk, and he was. You know, he was a little goofy sometimes. He was a little outspoken from a media standpoint. 
He was fun to uh, fun to cover, but I thought he was a good overall representative of the Tennessee Titans. He was the guy that when they finally started to win and get things turned around a little bit, he was the guy that stood up and said, "Hey, let's pay some attention to us. We're a good football team. We're you know we're on the come here." And uh, you know he was a big part of that 2019 AFC Championship uh, appearance team. So I think he should be remembered fondly. Yeah. Uh- Right after three Pro Bowls, yeah, I mean, he was a he solid some, player. Nineteen, which was his PED year, nineteen, I believe. But he uh, came back yeah. in came nineteen back strong, and twenty. Yeah. Played, you know, he was one of the best in the league. Okay, mm-hmm. a top five left tackle. Absolutely, he, you got paid was, like it. Yeah, yeah, and, and but you said something too. It's fun to covers the media. Refreshing, really. Yeah, because you know he was larger than life. I think a lot of people earlier on, but he can't. He he kept he what we saw early that might have turned some people off. He yeah. stayed that same guy. Right. He never he, changed. He, he, that's so, yeah, that so was you him. knew he wasn't a phony. Yeah. That's just him. Yep, that's yep. how he uh-huh. is. Uh-huh. I remember Greg reading his draft profile when he got drafted. You know, and uh, NFL.com does a great job of when somebody gets drafted, they have their complete you know strengths, weaknesses. You've seen it before. You know. Uh, size, weight, what they ran to 40 in, what they bench press, all that type of stuff. I remember reading his profile, you know, strengths, weaknesses, and then they said overall, and I'm just reading and reading. The very last sentence was, and this was when he was still in Michigan, has a quirky personality that can sometimes rub people the wrong way. And that stayed with me. And But like you said, like you guys said, he was consistent. That's how he was. He wasn't trying to be a phony for the media or the cameras or, hey, look at me. I'm the wild, outrageous guy. Like, as much as I like George Kittle, I think sometimes he tries to go, little, you know, tries a little There's bit too acting. hard. There's to, some yeah, acting. There's some acting in there. To be the wild, wacky guy. And I love George Kittle. He lives here in yeah. Nashville. No, no, no qualms about him at all. But what you saw with Terry Lawan was what you got. And much like P.K. Subban was with the Preds, Terry Lawan was the guy – you know, after a tough loss or something like that, he would be the meat shield. He would be the guy that would stand up and, and talk to the media. And I know him and Koharski had some, had some you know, knockdown drag outs and stuff like that. So I remember him fondly. I always respected the guy. I respected the guy for being who he was all the time. And he was, you know, when he was healthy, he was a damn good player. He was good for the franchise because he would be the guy out there pouring beer on his head mm-hmm. at the Predators game, uh, coming in with the boss hog when he got the contract yep. and the whole thing about it. But he, he also backed it up. And uh, in, an, in, in a post-pandemic media era, you're, these kind of guys aren't going to come along much anymore. They're all going to be – the access has been limited. You're not going to be able to really find out about these unless you do it on your own away from that right. building. Right. You know, there are ways to cover the, the, the Titans, and you don't have to ever go in that building. Yep. Okay. Yep. And, and it's quite frankly that you're not going to get anything. There's a lot of people that yeah. made a good living yeah. out of doing just you're, that. You're not right? going to get anything out of that building now. It's right. like, you know – Kremlin over there. Yeah. Uh Patton, you're you were young when he started, um, and you, you know, obviously as you grew into your fandom, uh it, it, you know, Taylor Lewan, what do you think? Yeah, high school level, his humor was right up my alley coming up <laughs> in high school. So he was my type of guy. In terms of Titans history, to me, Mount Rushmore. Um from what he he instilled the culture that is the Tennessee Titans right now because mm-hmm. when it was Ken Wisenhunt, when it was those jokers over there, they were wanting to pass it all up and down the league, but he started a physicality-led Tennessee Titans, and that's what they are right now because of Taylor. Without that, I I don't know where they are, and I I said it yesterday. When he sucked, he owned up to it. When he was great, he also owned up. He was pretty damn good, and I, I... as a fan, you respect that because we're not dumb. We know when you're not at your highest level, and he lets you know that. Sad to see him go, but 
to his point, he knew it was coming. Yep. We knew it was coming. So it didn't make yesterday any emotional or, or hard or anything like that to see a guy like that go just because you knew it was going to happen. It wasn't like Jarrell Casey where it just kind of came out of nowhere and they just outright cut him. Yeah, and I think uh, I will say this, and I think you would agree with me, well, both of you would, would agree with me. If he wants to, he could have a great career being a studio analyst or, 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 or a game analyst or something like that if he wants to. Because he knows the game, and he's entertaining, and he's funny, and he played the game at a high level, so he brings a lot of credibility to that if, if that's what he wants to do. You said Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore of left tackles? To me, I, I think altogether. Yeah, I'm, no. I'm going to put him in the top four in left tackles. Uh, he didn't have the career of Brad Hopkins. He didn't have the career of, of Michael Roos. Um, well, how many how many Pro Bowls did Roos make? Um, I don't know. Lawan was an All Pro, made four Three Pro time, Bowls, yeah. Yeah. made an AFC Championship I, game, I, 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 and he yeah. started. Mm -hmm. All those guys, they never had to do what Taylor did. They yeah. hadn't, they never had to go through a two and fourteen. Never quit on the team in any part of that two and I, fourteen, backed by a three and thirteen. Exactly. I, <laughs> I put a lot of stock into that because I mean the Titans when they got here in that history, I mean it was it wasn't easy, but I mean very little ever turmoil in terms of fans I mean there was a I mean Titans were a dead organization for most of Taylor's career here and he built what the excitement back up to what it is I put a lot of stock into that not more than his play on the field but to me that's why I've got him so high up. and there. I think a lot of fans uh Patton like yourself feel like you know what when this guy was you know mouthing off at other team other players on other teams or finishing through the whistle and scrapping it up you felt like you know what he's fighting for us. Yeah. He wants he he's fighting for us to be recognized as a good, hard, physical football team, and not just some team here in Tennessee that nobody cares about. Yeah, when Mariota was getting cheap shots left and yeah. right, referees weren't protecting him, so Taylor took it upon himself. Got ejected yeah. a couple times <laughs> yeah. that Seattle game where he uh, pushed the ref outright. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he was fighting for us. He was fighting for the fans. Something we couldn't do. Yeah, I'm more with the uh, on the field. Roos, uh, two-time Pro Bowler, uh, and then I, Brad Hopkins, I think, would be the leader of the clubhouse for left tackle since the franchise moved here. Uh, but He's better than Michael Roos. More All-Pros, more Pro Bowls. And Michael Roos was really good, but I'd have to agree with Pat, and I think yeah. I think I, I got to put Lawan. How many gotta, games did Lawan play? One hundred. He started 106, including 106, the playoffs. 106, right. I got that, 106, yeah. Uh, um, last couple of years don't help the the sure. legacy, obviously. Not, yeah. And then actually, the last four years, I think he's only played half the games in, in a four year stretch. Uh, of course, the ACL. I, I wouldn't say never for never on anything with him. I mean, he gets that knee healthy. I think on bussing with the boys, they had something that was released this morning uh, where he said that his priority one right now was to get his knee healthy, then mm -hmm. figure it out from there. That's not a guy that sounds like he's quitting, you know. So no, I, yeah, I, no, I I think he wants to play. Yeah. I just you know. Would he come back here at a reduced rate? Uh, rate? Would the Titans want him back at a reduced rate? I guess you're right. You never say never. Well, let me ask you this: If they go, whoever they're, they're number eleven, who's the the two? There's two. One, the guy at a uh, Ohio, Ohio State. State, and you know, left and tackle. All right, right now, if Taylor Lewan is 100 percent healthy, puts his strength back on, weight back, because he'll have to get bulk back up again. There he would probably be a better option that first half of that rookie season than the guy you draft at number 11, quite frankly. So, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say he never on anything. Uh, Robert Woods, he texts he's free. 
you know, every time he got open and free, he dropped it. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> you know, 53, you know, he couldn't get on 53 catches, 527 yards, two touchdowns, uh, three year deal. He had three years left. Uh, so what? That's a bust, right? Yep. Uh, and, yeah. and, and they then, traded for him. Yep. It's not like they signed him in free agency. They traded for him. They gave up capital for him. So yeah, that that qualifies as a bust. And in in Randy Bullock, although he was seventeen out of eighteen last season, anything I think he was three of eight outside of forty seven yards. Fifty five yarder in the NFL is is got to be. 60 to 70 percent success rate right yeah. even oh, you look now, at a guy would, like justin tucker you know, yeah anybody even not even the best of the best just a normal high school kicker has 50 or yard Jason, range Jay, whatever whatever the kicker's name is Baltimore. i can put i can find yeah. five high school kickers around here have better range no you're right 55 yard field goals now have become pretty much routine yeah. not chip it, shots it, but, but it's it gets like you three you, points you need in a you, third and eight. right right you 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 expect your kicker to make a 55 yarder now whereas you know, decades, you know, yeah. we were watching ball. It's like, oh, that's a long way to kick a football. I mean, you know, the, the field goal that Scott Norwood missed against the Giants in the Super Bowl it was 47 yards. Yeah, he didn't miss it by length, by direction. Right, Bullock right. couldn't but, he, he couldn't kick it out of his shadow half the time. Yeah. Sorry, you know, why am I piling on him? I, the, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Why are you, why are you well, because they sign, well, because they signed somebody that struggles at fifty yards, and see, I can find five high school kickers see, the, around the, here. The, that, the, yeah. the fear that you have is that you know. People will hear this on the radio and they'll think you're talking about Keith Bullock and he'll come in here and kick your ass. No, uh, Keith, Keith, Keith and I are fine. <laughs> Keith, uh, I, I, Keith's great, man. Keith, uh, I, you know, Keith did the TSU yep. uh, TV yeah. and when I was doing TSU radio this fall. Well, so he was I, our he yeah. was our studio analyst yeah, on Sundays dude. along with. Oh, Hutton, I Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, don't, don't threaten me with ah! Keith Bullock. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to get you beat nah, up, man. I, no, I'm just this, kidding. You, you, I can go outside and get that. Just a couple blocks in yeah, any direction. You, right? you hang out here for another uh, couple yeah. hours. We'll see what yeah, happens. Well, no, what, are you going to beat up a gimp? <laughs> you know, I'm over here. I'm swatting you away with my left hand. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love you, Greg. I would never do uh, that. That's fine. I don't care. Zach, you know, just if you're going to beat me up, don't just go ahead and finish it, okay? Okay. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't <laughs> put, leave put me. me out of my don't misery. leave me over here in the corner all beat up. <laughs> just take me on out and throw me in the I like dump. that scene in Casino. Hey, take me on back over here and have them burn me right up back here behind <laughs> us. Just take me, just drop me off right at the uh, crematorium. Okay. I, I'm not kidding. We have a crematorium. I know. There's Ellis Funeral Home yeah. right next to yep. us. Been yep. here for decades. Shout and, out to and, them. And behind our neighbors. And mm -hmm. then behind them is the crematorium. And we'll leave at 11 o'clock often. And, mm, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> that'd be me. Well, yeah, that'd be cool. Get yeah. off at 11 o'clock and you see me smoking away. <laughs> what is that? That's Pogue. It's Pogue. We're uh, cooking them. So, uh, oh, we did Vanderbilt last night. Um, you called it. That and the Kentucky win, too. So, I was 2-0 last night. You know, and the spread looked about right to me. I just – you looked at where this team was. LSU had lost 13 in a row. Mm. This is probably – I don't know who they even played in the next three games. But they're one opportunity to get a win. Yeah. And uh, K.J. Williams, I saw him the last few years. You did, too. When he was at Murray State, he was doing the same thing. Oh, yeah. But you look at the OVC, uh, what did he end up, 36, 39? Yeah, I'm doing like that, that off the top of my because I watched the whole thing. But uh, uh, he was him and Janai Broom were in this league together. Uh, now Janai Broom doing it at Auburn. Mm -hmm. And then – but he just lit them up, and they didn't have an answer for him inside, outside. And, um, yeah, uh, the uh, NCAA hopes are gone. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, there's You're no, no, right. no way you, do, you don't lose yep. to LSU right now. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. I mean, and I it, just don't think it was an NCAA team anyway, no. even as well as it was playing. And, and right. just, you know. Well, speaking of lighting it up last night, how about Brandon Miller putting on a show? I mean, heesh. I mean, the, the debate shows as we speak right now are asking, should he be playing? Mm-hmm. Like WFAN in New York with, you know, Giants and Jets quarterback issues, you know, Mets and Yankees, you know, going to spring training. They let off with Brandon Miller today. It's the biggest yeah. story in all sports right now. But what – I don't know what you do. I mean, he's, Well, what you have yeah. is – and I know we're up against the break, yeah. but what you have is the police testimony versus what his lawyer is saying. Mm-hmm. Those are two completely different things. Yeah, his lawyer detailed it pretty good. I mean, yeah. in, in in a believable way, and you hope. Let's put it this way: you hope he's right. You know, because mm-hmm. there's no there's no changing the outcome. Now you hope Brandon Miller doesn't get taken down with all of this. You know, he he drove the gun to where the gun was, and then that guy went and blah blah blah. And then on it was it was three three steps down the road. Right, you but know? the police testimony mm-hmm. says, yeah, you know. Here's your gun. Mm-hmm. It's loaded. And supposedly he blocked the Jeep with the people that got shot so they couldn't leave. Well, they're saying now he didn't. Right. You know. Right. So well, who's saying that? His attorney. That's what right, I'm saying. Right. That's what I'm saying. They, yeah. yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. We have two conflicting things going on right now. My question real quick before the break. One word answer for both of you. You know, would you play him amidst all this? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah. Because hmm. he's innocent until he's proven guilty and he's not been charged. It, it 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 it's awful, it's distasteful, it's stupid, but apparently he hasn't done anything illegal, according to them. I don't know. Mm. I'm not. I'm not the. You know, all I can go is, you know, that DA down there in this high of visible case is not going to give him the hometown discount mm. on this one. No. Uh, that yeah. DA is not going to do that because all eyes of a country are watching. Well, I'll tell you, you what, know. South Carolina was, uh, you know, yeah. the fans there were really giving it to Miller. Well, so you got to expect that. He had 41. And he what, played hit, through it. Yep. You know the, what it the, is, though, John? The, you're an athlete. Yeah. That was that's his uh, that's his escape. Yep. Once he goes out on the floor, and obviously he knew he's going to get that. Mm-hmm. But that's his escape from everything, just playing basketball. Yep. You know. So that's for, one of the better respond to critics type of game I've ever seen. Yeah, that was for a that guy was with a, a lot of yeah. adversity. I. Well, he's a he's a stud. Yeah. There, there's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. And hopefully, I just feel bad that yeah. he's involved in all this. That's all. That's it, it too. And of course, the local connection for us, obviously, yes. and Cane Ridge. And, you know, and, yeah. and, right, let's take a break. Coming up after it, uh, Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. 
The new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. I'm here at the Big Game Headquarters. Total Wine and More scoring huge savings on the perfect bourbon. Local craft beer. Forgetting something? Oh, yeah. Cabernet, seltzers, and so many low prices. Mm, Valentine's Day is right after. Whoa, new game plan. You got this. Total Wine can help you score the perfect bubbly, too. <sighs> Thank you. I would have been so... You sure would have. Your Big Game Headquarters. Love what you find always at the lowest price. Only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly. B21. Milk, eggs, 42 bucks. Ma'am, you okay? Need bucks? With Jackson Hewitt, don't wait weeks for the IRS to send your tax refund. Come in now for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee refund advance loan when you file your taxes. That's up to $3,500 today. Don't let high prices get you down. When every dollar matters, it matters who does your taxes. So get to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company. Details at jacksonhewitt.com. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now and treat the best in your life with the Best in Nashville. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. It's a Bill King show. In Little League football, they play it off. You can't do it in college football, Bill. You got to come up with a bunch of computers and some BCS cockamamie scheme. My answer was yes. It's unique. Absolutely love. I go into my garage every day and make sure there are no dust particles on those BCS computers. I do that. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Going to hook up with Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin. They uh, beat UAB pretty handily last night. They've got UCLA coming in uh, to town this weekend. That's right. Three games set uh-huh. starting Friday. Alan Espinal, a couple of homers last night, 13-1 to win over the Blazers. You never responded to uh, the Aaron Rodgers story. He's out of the darkness, Greg. You know, what do you, what do you think? I, I don't care. I mean, really, I, and I, I don't, I'm not on you for bringing it up, but I, I, what Aaron Rodgers does doesn't move my needle anywhere. Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean I, I was kind of mocking it. That's I what I know it, you were doing. I mean, but you didn't respond to it. I was like, oh, should well, I have not brought that up? Or? Oh yeah, it bothers me. <laughs> Titans got some cap space now after yesterday. Oh I just, god, just want to throw that out there. Yeah, let's not. Thirty-seven million, right? Thirty. It's what they got rid of. I think they're yeah. now probably fifteen million over the cap uh, uh, or no, under the cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah twelve point four million under the cap. They're like 13th. They have the 13th most cap space now. Yeah, and then you still got what they're going to do with Bud Dupree. Right. And still what they're going to do with Ben Jones. Cup ten, if you go ahead and cut Tannehill, you're top 10 in cap room. Just you, saying. I, I don't think you do it now. I, I think you do it after June. They probably do pre. That way you can spread that dead money over two years. 
Um, I don't think anything's going to happen with Tannehill anytime well, soon. Because I keep the yeah. question I keep coming back to is if you do that, who's your quarterback? Well, you got year? that. Yeah, you you got plenty of time you know, you know, to deal with Tannehill. Right, right. After the draft, but it's like yeah. Derek Carr, Jimmy G. I'd rather have Tannehill. Yeah, yeah. I am surprised Bud Dupree survived the uh, mayhem of cuts yesterday. I, I thought he might be one just because. I mean, he's another one coming off an injury who's offered them nothing for two years. Yeah, but now. you can cut him after June first and move and, and and spread that dead money over two years. True, but yeah, I mean, last yeah. year they cut Julio yeah. before June first. Well, and the, officially, well, they were doing him a favor. That, that's basically yeah. Here you the, yeah. get on, get yeah. on, yeah. get on. No, but like officially, yeah. he isn't cut till June first. Right. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. You can tell them and yeah. just not officially do it till June first. Yeah. Um, ben Jones. I mean, cut and or retired, right? I mean, yeah. we haven't heard anything from him one way or the other. I, I yeah, I have a hard time believing he'll be back next year. I, you know, in many ways, I hope he is, but given his age, the concussions, you know, the injuries that he's sustained, you know, he's making a decent buck. Uh, you know, I think he could be a, a, a cut casualty as well. But you know, Rand Carthon, Mike Vrabel, maybe also to be deciding, you know what, let's keep him on the roster for leadership purposes because you're going to have a lot of new faces on that offensive line. You might lose Nick Gates to free agency. All right. Uh, Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin joining us. Tim, good morning. How you doing? Morning, Tim. Good morning, Greg. How you doing? Doing well. John, how you doing? Great. Good. How was your trip to Texas? Two out of three? Uh, considering the level of competition, that ain't bad. No, it was, uh, it was pretty uh, – Tough tournament for sure. A lot of resistance there with the teams. I thought TCU was very good. They looked like they were in midseason form, and then played Oklahoma State, of course, the next day, and then Texas the next day. But I, I felt like we got more comfortable as the the tournament uh, wore on, which is probably normal, you know, for young kids who go into an environment. At least the kids that were young that were playing got into that environment. You could sense there was was some nerves. So. Uh, that that's what we need to do to do though the lights go on a little bit in the first part of the season you play in a tournament like that it's a whole lot different than getting comfortable at home so I'm glad we did it yeah I was just going to ask you coach just how beneficial it was to start your season on the road the kids getting used to being on the road playing uh, playing together away from the hawk and and, and having to perform yeah, I, th I think that was probably the, the best teacher of, of everything. It was just getting that type of information on the road against uh, good teams in an environment where the crowds were very good, you know, especially for you know February. And I was indoors, so you know what to expect in terms of conditions, which were great. Uh, and the facility is certainly uh, first class. But, you know, in terms of interest in college baseball at that time, that lower bowl from left field to right field was, was full. And then there were some outfield seats, too. They had a fan zone out in left field. So in terms of what you felt with the fans and the environment from a baseball standpoint, it, it was very good and certainly something that, you know, if you could do that every year, I, I think you'd go for it just because you, you, it's like you got to put away the wins and losses. I think it's just getting the information you need because you're going to get exploited in some ways. But – that, that's really what you want as far as a team and a coach to, to grow into the season. You know, and right now you always hear, in, 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 as he tries to get it out, you always hear in training camp that pitchers are header, batters, batters are header, hitter, ahead of the pitchers, whatever. Where is it in college baseball this time of the year? Are the pitchers ahead a little bit? The, the, is it? How does it catch up? 
That's a good question because I, I think there's a lot to that right now, especially with these <clears throat> the time situation that we have, you, you know, where the pitchers have to unload the ball before 20 seconds, the hitter has to be in the batter's box for 10 seconds. I say that because, you know, typically it feels like the pitchers are ahead of the hitters, but I would say from a command standpoint, because of the time constraints that are put on pitchers and hitters now, I you know, the command of the pitchers is probably a little bit less than what it used to be because they had more time to deliver the ball, so the hitters are getting in better counts because they're getting in better counts. It feels like the hitters are you know, a little bit ahead. Now, I, I, I don't know. I don't know that for sure. But, you know, the way hitters are training today, hitters, certainly when I first started, are training a whole lot differently against pitching now with machines. You know, they get those pitching machines cranked up. So it feels like a lot of kids can hit a good fastball. And these fastballs now, they're not 91, 92 anymore. You got 93, 94, 95. We had a kid named Grayson Carter Last night, who pitched for us is a sophomore, and he touched 106 times. So it's like, Jeez. okay, whoa, these velocities now that we're seeing, it looks like the hitters are measuring up to that. So I don't know. It's a, it's a great question. I, I, in some points, it looks like the pitchers are, but in other, other ways, I feel like the hitters are getting off pretty good swings. Well, uh, Alan Espinal put, put together a couple of nice swings last night for you, Coach. Not a bad way to start the season. Three hits, three home runs. Yeah, he, uh, he he's deserving of that, too. He's in this breakfast club here every morning. I mean, at 6 a.m., he's down in our cages Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. He works at this, and the thing that makes him unique is he's all for the team. And in the two years that he's – three years now that he's been here, first two years he didn't play much, but you'd never know it. I mean, his personality never changes – such a unique kid and when he hit that grand slam against texas on sunday it, it's almost like the entire dugout just exploded and erupted because they feel that kid hmm. and he certainly got off two really good swing gestures. he's got really really strong hands i mean he put on 25 pounds over the past year he made a huge commitment to the weight room this is a kid who no one works harder than this kid no one works harder academically athletically um he's just that guy that you know, he cares about everything he's doing, but he cares about people first, and I'm glad that he's getting some returns. Vanderbilt baseball coach Tim Corbin, UCLA, coming in uh, this weekend. We have all the games uh, right here on National Sports Radio. Tim, I, I read a quote from one of your pitchers um, uh, that said, we play fast anyway. You, last year with the watch or the clock or whatever, the, you know, the, the microphone on the the arm, but are you a fast-playing team anyway? Does, so are you more uh, – is it more agreeable that these changes are coming and you're already playing as a fast team? Yeah, I just think it's because of the nature of the kids that we have out there. They all can move really well. Uh, and I'm not saying they're burners. I mean, Enrique runs much better than most of the kids playing the game. But at the same time, there's some kids that can run close to him. So – yeah, I mean, I, I think the key is finding first base. If you can find first base, then we're probably going to move. But uh, I, I like the way the team plays. I do. I, I like that style of play. I, I'm probably not one that wants to sit back and, I guess, the old Earl Weaver adage, you know, you play for a three-run home run. I'd, I'd rather see movement. I think fans would, too. But 
I, I enjoy that part of it, and uh, I think the kids certainly buy into their own abilities to, to be able to run, and they want to run. I mean, I can look over there, and through a body language standpoint, they're going, Coach, send me. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where I don't, I don't call every steal, obviously. It is a, there's a green light system and a red light system, and when they get to a point where they feel like they've got to jump and they, they know momentum, then they, they're probably going to move. Coach got UCLA coming in this weekend. What do you? What have you learned about them so far? Uh, it's one of my best friends, John Savage, the pitching coach there. He, uh, or pitching coach, the head coach, but he works with the pitchers. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've known him ever since going back to my my days at Clemson, and we coached together on Team USA. But any team that John is a part of, because he's managing the pitching, they they can really pitch, and they've always been able to pitch. But it looks like this team. From a hitting standpoint, it's very physical. They get some good-sized kids. So they played well out of the uh, first weekend. They scored a ton of runs. They scored a lot, a lot of runs against Pepperdine on Tuesday night. And, um, and this is what you want. It's another really, really good test for our team in, in so many different ways. Uh, so offensively, it's going to be, be a challenge for our hitters, and I would say that for our pitchers as well. Tim, I always love the uh, analogy that you give of a season where you're you're driving the car, <laughs> then you move over to the the driver's side seat, and then you get in the back seat and just let them roll. Uh, you get any? What time do you get a feel of how you can start making those moves from behind the wheel to the to the passenger side to the back seat? I think you know every se- season's different. I think it depends on the maturity of the group and how they're operating. Uh, I think we've we've got a lot to discover about ourselves because we're only five games in. But I mean, you know, I'd say from a maturity standpoint, they're you know they're as good as any team that we've had in terms of how they conduct business, um, the extra things that they're doing. I mean, I, I haven't. We've had a lot of hard workers, you know, through the years. I mean, your baseball player, you got to put in the time in order to be a good player. It's just. You can't come to a training session or practice session and expect that you're just going to get better in that segment. And I, I guess in the mornings and late at night, I, I haven't seen as many kids as we have that are operating in this environment. I mean, you get older kids that are hitting here till 11 o'clock at night, and, you know, it's after study hall and so on. So I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. How they're operating right now from a maturity standpoint, the time and effort that they're putting into the game, I'd say it's it's high. What that amounts to, I, I don't know. I mean, I know the, you know, our league and what we're playing this weekend. It's all very good, and there's very little separation. But I hope it's one of those things that, to your point, you can turn over to the team at some point in time, and say this is ours, and they move with it. Um, but that's always different through the years. Dinner tonight, or the most recent dinner? We need to have the report, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, well, last night, uh, I actually ate here at the, the facility. So, um, but we went to Agave's the night before the Mexican restaurant. That's very good down on, uh, uh, past the, uh, the White Bridge Road exit right near Kroger's. That, that's a good place. And Midnight Oil is always, uh, a stop for us for sure. It's pizza once a week anyway. And that's usually <laughs> our, our go-to. <laughs> All right. Hey, thanks, Tim. We'll uh, have a good weekend. Uh, good luck. Oh, right. by the way, how 
How does yep. it work out that when you have your game yesterday on February 22nd that it's the warmest day since 1897? <laughs> I don't like that. That's scary. <laughs> that, that big guy up there has a huge pump fake for it. That's, that's too nice today. 78 degrees doesn't belong in February in, in Nashville. All right. The, yeah, then the blizzard's coming yeah, the, the right. week the, of the SEC yeah, opener. Yeah, point. Yeah, yeah the uh-huh. Southeaster. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Tim. All right. Thanks, yeah. guys. Yeah. It was the warmest day since 1897 yeah. yesterday, yeah. according to Bree. So, anyway, we'll take a break. Want to give us a call? Here's how. 615-844-5600. Nashville's first curling venue is here at T-Line Nashville. Come check out T-Line Nashville and experience the world's fastest-growing winter sport today. Curling is a fun and simple sport that's a perfect outing for friends, corporate events, families, or parties. T-Line also has classic bowling and modern bowling minigames. With over 20 HD TVs, you can come watch your favorite teams and some of the best food and drinks here in Nashville in the large bar and grill area. They also have an outdoor area with a fire pit, and you can't forget the live music. T-Line Nashville is a one-stop shop for a great night out. Located at 106 Duluth Avenue and online at tlinenash.com, you can book your party now or give them a call at 615-439-1024. That's 615-439-1024. And make sure you give them a follow on Instagram and Facebook at T-Line Nash for all the news, events, and updates. T-Line Nashville. Nashville's first curling venue is here. Woods Equipment Company would like to recognize and salute our veterans and local men and women in uniform. Let's remember them with our thoughts, prayers, and especially letters and packages from home. Our support will keep America strong. A strong, safe community starts with the concerns and involvement of its people. This important message was brought to you by Woods Equipment Company, located at 600 Davidson Street in Nashville. Give Woods Equipment Company a call at 615-256-5639. As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. At Total Wine and More, save big on what you love this month with hundreds of deals. Get up to 35% off over 100 different wines and spirits, including Cabernet, Sparkling Wine, Single Barrel Bourbon, and so much more. These savings are huge, and even better, they're on top of prices that are already the lowest in town. Deals this good don't last long, so visit Total Wine and More to find yours. Love what you find at the lowest price, only at Total Wine and More. Drink responsibly, B21. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 
This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. The players will make the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs. You think so? Yeah, I think they'll get it. Penn? Yeah, they'll make it and probably get bounced. I don't think they're going to. Yeah, oh, I don't think they're, 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 oh, they'll make it but lose. I feel pretty. that these well, people have. Go ahead there, rah rah guy. Are they going to win the Stanley Cup, Greg? No, they're not. Okay. You know, okay. Okay. What, what, what are we saying? Let me ask you. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Yeah, uh, not surprised at the news coming out. Ryan Johansson will be out up to 12 weeks. You could tell. Tuesday night when yeah. he went off that he had been cut in his looked like about right above about a three or four inches above his ankle on the mm-hmm. outside of his leg and just the way he Total react, freak play yeah, yeah yeah and you could just you you could just tell by the angle that that he had been cut and, and it's so 12 weeks basically the well he's yeah out, basically he's, he's done for the yeah, year yeah. I would guess so what is that uh you know that's a big blow mm-hmm. for the Preds who are you know, well on the outside looking in and only have, what, about a 10% chance to make the playoffs anyway? There's seven points out of the playoffs. Right. They have two games in hand with right. the Minnesota Wild, who have that number two wild card spot. Right. So, you know, it, there's an outside chance, but I mean... Well, nine of their next, basically, yeah, nine but basically, of the next 11 are against non-playoff teams. Right. So you have an opportunity. Yeah, but do you trust this team? No. Based on what we've seen, you know what I mean? Who knows? And, you know, but that's a good factor. But I, I tend to think that one more Preds regulation loss with coupled with one more Minnesota Wild win would pretty much end it. I mean, it's going to be hard to make up nine points. Well, and another thing, too. Even with games in and, hand. And, 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 and I hate it for Ryan Johansson, but I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to see what Philip Tomasino has. Yeah. Bring him up here. Had a goal the other and, night. And, and yeah. let, him, let him, you know, he's not doing you any. He's playing every day obviously every game in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. but that's not what they drafted him for, okay? Right. And, and so he, is he a top two line forward? We're about ready to find yeah, out. Yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. All right, so what – if you're David Poyle, what are you doing? Are you selling at the trade de- deadline? You're not. You're not going to acquire. I, I'm afraid to answer. You're, Patton may jump all you're, over. You're me. not going. You're not going to. Yeah, you're I'm not going to acquire anybody, right? Are you going to hold or are you going to start? I, I'm, I'm scared. Selling off pieces. I'm, I'm scared. I don't be scared of Patton. He's, he's, he's harmless. <laughs> he, he he pounced yesterday pretty hard. Yeah, he did. He got he, you. He, he, he staggered he me. He, I came back. I came back. <laughs> I got, I, 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 he got a TKO. Like Michael B. Jordan in yeah. Creed Three. You I, take that jab yeah, to the no. face. I just wanted to get to the bit. end of the round. Yeah. <laughs> just so I just get it to the and end. And Poke was <laughs> saved by the bell. Yeah, get me to the get me to the break. Get me to the end of the round. You know. All Cut right. me, Mick. All right. Uh, this should be rich. Looking forward to this. Just let me talk, Greg. Clay, what are you doing? Hi, Clay. Hey, boys. How are we doing? Oh, we're just wonderful, man. The yeah. weather's good. I mean, John's got a little bit of the crud, you know. Yeah. Patton's we're, banging on me in here. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're working through some things. So, thank you for having Mr. Vanderbilt on the radio. It's our pleasure. Every Thursday. Yep. Baseball is becoming more and more important to me. As a Vanderbilt fan, boys. Yeah. Because you know why? It's baseball season, boys. Yeah, five games in. 
So now I want to I, let me ask you something. So, so by I, saying that, uh, uh, you're saying that basketball season is over. Is that what you're saying? After the five game winning streak and the way you felt so positive about them, has, has that changed well, because of the last? Yeah. Right. This is what I know, and my comments going to be directed without names. Y'all can give the names, okay? Yep. So Vanderbilt has a basketball coach. That's now 21 and 47 in the SEC and 50, 50, uh, 21 and 46, I'm sorry, and 54 and 67 overall. Correct? Yes. Sounds right. We can fact check you on that, but we're too lazy. No, to no, that. Um, sounds about right. <laughs> you know, and I, I've, I've talked about on the radio the main things that bother me about this dude. Let me mention some facts to you. I'm a stats guy. Mm-hmm. We lose at Missouri by three. Missouri goes on a 19-4 to run. No timeouts called by the coach. The last thing you want to do last night, and Matthew Fisher Davis, y'all remember him? Yep. One of the prettiest strokes I've ever seen when that kid was on. It was effortless. He texted last night on social media and said, the last thing you want to do tonight is let LSU get their heads up. 18 to 13 Vanderbilt, 15 to nothing run. LSU's got their heads up. No timeout by the coach. So y'all tell me, boys. Uh, you know. Looks why did, no seriously, why did this man get an extension? I mean Let me ask you this though, Clay. I, but yesterday morning at this time, how did you feel? I was gonna say this this loss, it's a bad loss, don't get me wrong, but this, that that erases the, 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 the five game winning streak, the you know, the, the quality wins over Florida and Tennessee. And there's also somebody like me that's not surprised this happened. Right. LSU you called you basically L- called L- it yesterday. L- you know, those guys get scholarships too. They were they were the hungrier well, team, you know, and, and they play in the SEC. They're not gonna you know and Vandy is not an NCAA tournament team, okay? And why is that? Well, well that that's fine. I mean, that now that that's is. fine. Now, there's your point. Yes, your point is well taken on it's a results thing, and he's not gotten this team. He got a good got on a run at the end of last year. I'd like to see where their standing would be if Robbins would have been healthy. How many games did he miss? Seven, eight? At least. Yeah. yeah. You know, he, it, missed four. he was supposed he missed four games. He was supposed to miss a lot more. Yeah, that's right. He, he, he was supposed missed, to miss just, around seven yeah, or eight. But yeah. he also – He came back early. Yeah, he came back, should have not come back because it's, you know – Right, the first game back was um, was that Alabama. That was Alabama. That was Alabama. Yeah, yeah. 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 One hundred one to forty four, whatever it was. Um, you know, if I'm a ba- if I'm a college basketball coach, let's say I was a college basketball coach, and I'm coaching at a major university in a major conference for the first time, the last thing I'm going to do is act totally oblivious to a streak that meant a lot to a lot of players that were part of it. And I've talked to those players that it ticked off. And Greg, you know, from my text last night. Yeah, you said you weren't going to call if you, if they lost. <laughs> you, you, but I always call, Greg. I always face the music. Well, you said you weren't going to call if they lost. And what else did I say, Greg? 
everything you've been saying the last two years. Would you like? Would Would you admit that I have a personal vendetta with our athletic director? I would admit that you have a personal vendetta with the athletic director. Okay. It's been well documented. Okay. I, was, I, I was a Commodore Club member for twenty five years, boys. I spent a lot of money donating to a school well, that I didn't. So attend. what happened? Are you on a treadmill right now? I understand, but how did that all end? And we're we're not making light of the end? fact that you're upset. Yeah, how did it end? You you you're telling me you were all these things for all these years. How did it end? Well, tell you how it ended with me and her. It ended the night she tried wanted some dude getting off the bus, the team bus, telling me he was a police officer and wanted to arrest me. That's impersonating a police officer. Some dude in a Vanderbilt sweatshirt. If our ID's got my phone number, she's welcome to call me. I'd love to have a conversation with her. All right. Thanks for taking my phone call. Thanks, Clay. Wow, one long... One... <laughs> I, I, one, one loss I, I, to LSU so, did all that, Greg. I, I, I listen. I, I've through this job, I have become many things to many people. Uh, this is the text I got from Clay last night since he brought it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't going to read it on the air, but it's seven o'clock, so that would be what early in the second half, yep. probably. Yeah, six, six o'clock, o'clock start. start. Yep. Uh, I won't be calling for a while if we lose. The way I've been treated by the AD, who I cheered for, and had season tickets for women one year when she played, never did respond to my emails or anything. I have zero respect for her as an administrator in person. I'm upset. And then my. Text back to him, but you will call if Vandy wins, okay? Seems one thing doesn't have anything to do with the other. Vandy's winning streak, losing streak, performance on the floor, does that not have anything to do with the fact that he's banned? That he's banned. Right. And how did he get banned? He don't answer that question, right. does he? No. How, how did if you you're in the Commodore Club for twenty five years, you've given all this money, blah blah. How did it end? It's because of your actions. And you still are now paying for those actions. Whether you agree with them banning you or not, those actions cause this situation. We are the choices we yeah. make. Thank you. Paid for by Christian Care Ministry. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge, but it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch to the customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy, or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call Right now, and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 855-51-BIBLE. That's 855-51-BIBLE. 855-51-BIBLE. 
Grizz Nation. Don't miss your Grizzlies Saturday at 7 as they take on reigning MVP Nikola Jokic and the Nuggets for Varsity Spirit Night. Catch all the action and be sure to arrive early. The first 5,000 fans get a free Grizz Girl poster. Get hyped, get ready for a ball, and secure your tickets by calling 901-888-HOOP or online at grizzlies.com. From your home for the Memphis Grizzlies, WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Everyone knows time is money, so don't wait weeks for the IRS to send out your tax refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt instead for up to $3,500 with a no-interest, no-fee, tax-refund advance loan. With up to $3,500, you could bring home the bacon and bring it home today. Money now instead of later? That's worth its weight in gold. Don't wait weeks for your refund. Go to Jackson Hewitt today. For eligible clients, loans by Republic Bank and Trust Company, details at jacksonhewitt.com. Pet Paradise is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Pet Paradise, Tullahoma's finest for full-service boarding and grooming for 22 years. Located at 201 Sanderson Street in Tullahoma, Pet Paradise is a name you can count on. Give them a call today at 931-454-0999. Pet Paradise, where Gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops, veterans, and first responders. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. You saw a picture of Jim McMahon. Jim McMahon's one of those guys that lived hard, okay? I know. Look, I know. I understand. There's some rough, humble miles on that body. Yeah. Some on the field, some off the field. Yeah. Jim McMahon, high mileage. Oh, it is a high, high mileage. High mileage in that vehicle. It is not no. highway miles. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Just got a little uh, uh, segment here. We're wide open next hour, 615-844-5600 if you want to uh, give us a call. The Predators and the Sharks uh, tonight at uh, 930. By the way, the Grizzlies, uh, what, back at it uh, tonight after the uh, the All-Star break. Uh, Felt like a long All-Star break, didn't it? Yeah. Um, you weren't in Monday. What did you think of the All-Star stuff? Uh, the basketball game was awful. basketball game was, was, was hot garbage. Um, I didn't really watch the skills. Yeah. Competition, but the guy that won the slam dunk contest, uh, you know, created some buzz, and that hasn't happened really for me since Vince Carter won it back in 2000 or whenever it was. So good for him. You know, there was actually buzz and positive, you know, stuff coming out of the slam dunk contest. So. Yeah, in, in, in a who dat? Right. You ever heard of McClung before right. sat, a, last Saturday? Who he played for, uh-huh. as Chuck would say. Um, yeah, but, you know, like I said, you and I go back to the days where like it was like Michael Jordan versus Dominique Wilkins, and that both guys took it seriously and wanted to win, and it was important to them. Well, you had your stars, yeah. all the, yeah. the best players who right. could do it. Spud Webb, that one was, you know, iconic. Right. right? And yeah. they needed that because Jordan was hurt that year, and everybody thought Dominique was just going to, you know, uh, run away with it. And, it, and you had Spud Webb, but 
Uh, you know, didn't didn't really watch a lot of it, but yeah, the game is hot garbage. They got to do something about that. And um, there's a lot of problems in the NBA right now. The regular season doesn't really mean much. You know, uh, everybody's gearing up towards the playoffs. There's you know this all star fiasco. There's this load management issue. You know, there's a lot of issues in the NBA right now. I did like the way they did the draft, though. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's something different. Yeah, it was something different. That's you know, it's it was as I. That part was I. So uh, the uh, Grizzlies are in Philly. I mean, everybody's talking tonight. about Jason Tatum with 55 points. Well, who the, who was guarding him? You know what I mean? But I tell you what. <laughs> Back it, in the he, day he, when Larry Bird had like 30, yeah. you know, they were actually D'ing up on him. You know But what I'm he saying? hit some shots from downtown, though. He did. I mean, he got he hot, and he just yeah. they just kept feeding him the ball. So Yeah. Yeah, it's Sunday night. It was the only thing on, quite yeah. frankly. And I, had, I don't even know why I had it on. <laughs> Cavaliers pushing for the top, uh, top three in the East. The Cavaliers. Where are they tonight? They play. Are they back at it tonight. Uh, they got the uh, Denver Nuggets tonight. Uh, the Nuggets oh. are in uh, Memphis uh, Saturday night. Rich and creamy Nuggets. Yeah, the uh, the Cavs are, are making a push there. Yep. They got rid of Kevin Love, and you know they 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 have a chance to be. I think you know certainly a top four seed, maybe the top three. So, which is, I guess. Uh, they're not better than Boston or Milwaukee, right. but I, I think three is up for grabs right now. It's I, They are pretty much tied with uh, Philly right now. Yeah. I think Philly is slightly better, but you don't know which Philly team's going to yeah. show up. So, um, anyway, my uh, my clock's off. Are, are, we, are we on music, waiting for the music bed? There it is. Sports Radio ABC News, I'm Jim Ryan. Tragedy near Orlando. A gunman shot and killed a 20-year-old woman, then a TV news reporter who was covering that story, followed by a 9-year-old girl shot and killed in a nearby house with her mother. Suspect Keith Melvin Moses has been arrested. Mr. Moses is responsible for all those shootings. He's been formally charged in the murder this morning, and we expect charges soon on all of the other victims. Orange County Sheriff John Mita. Is there anything else that needs to be on site? Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg is touring the site of that toxic train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio, asking officials on scene what else the federal government can do to help. Buttigieg is pushing a package of rail safety reforms while vowing to hold Norfolk Southern Railroad accountable. Some 900,000 power outages are reported nationwide, mostly in the Great Lakes region, along with about 750 flight cancellations because of a massive winter storm stretching from coast to coast. This is ABC News. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right. And when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 800-401-6681. Reputation Defender by Norton is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take control with Reputation Defender. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 800-401-6681 for free advice on your situation. 800-401-6681. That's 800-401-6681. 
WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. Are you tired of your current vehicle? Maybe looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle? Hey guys, it's Zach. Hayes Nissan of Rivergate is the best choice for your vehicle needs. Located at 1550 Galton Pike North in Madison, Hayes Nissan of Rivergate has been serving the Middle Tennessee community for over three decades. That gives you confidence that Hayes Nissan of Rivergate can find the perfect vehicle for your lifestyle and your budget. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will make sure you are taken care of. I should know because I've seen it firsthand. Every vehicle I've purchased has been from Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, and I love the entire process. Now, I don't want you to forget about their award-winning parts and service department. It has everything you need to get you back on the road. Go visit them on the web at NissanofRivergate.com. They're open there 24-7, 365 days a year. Or give them a call at 615-865-7220. Again, that number is 615-865-7220. That's Hayes Nissan of Rivergate, where your dollar always goes farther. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show now. 615-844-5600. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. It is hour number two. Strike is Bear Family Fun Center Studios, Pat and Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue. It's going to be 82 degrees. I saw people golfing uh, yesterday in their shorts. Oh, I, I, I saw yeah. people running outside, you know, dudes running outside with no shirts on. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy right now. But like Corb said in the first hour, you know, the big guy upstairs got a hell of a pump fake. How did he sound? Uh, the big guy upstairs got a big hell of a pump fake there, John. Greg, good to be on with you. Yeah, we Midnight got- Oil, have you, you're the, you're Nash, Mr. Nash Vegas. Have you heard of the place? I have. I've heard of it. I've never yeah, been there. Yeah. Apparently they got really good pizza. Yeah. And, pizza know, once a week for Tim. There you go. Only once a week. You've seen him? He's in great shape. Yeah. I you eat it every day. He's, <laughs> he probably just burned it off. Yeah, but so, uh, <laughs> He's that dude. And agave. Uh, but So the uh, Mexican restaurant mm-hmm. around White Bridge Road, I guess. I, know. I know exactly where it is. Yeah. I, I don't live too far from there. Huh? Never been there. Now I need to go. Corb says it's good. I'm yeah, going. Yeah, we're going to get our, 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 with our weekly uh, dining update yes. uh, with yeah. Corb's. Mm-hmm. So like in the that. event that you're not here and I'm here, just text me and remind me to ask him about that. Like if 
you know, if I'm here on a Thursday and you're not, yep. and Corbis comes on, just uh, just remind me. Well, next Thursday we'll be doing the show. I will be up in Evansville. Ah, I, I will be doing it from the uh, DoubleTree Hotel. That's uh, right. Uh, Adam Johnson, I'll be traveling up there Wednesday afternoon. I've got I don't know when. This is the last week of the OVC. Obviously, the yeah. OVC tournament is you know big game tonight. I'll be traveling to uh, UT Martin. It's a national TV game again mm-hmm. uh, at eight o'clock uh, on ESPNU TSU. Uh, you want to finish second. Yep. Morehead State's going to – they one more win. They've clinched. So they're going to be the one seed. So right. ones and twos get the double bye to Friday to right. the semifinals. Right. Threes and threes and fours get the uh, bye to the quarterfinals on Thursday. Thursday. Right. And then five plays eight, six plays seven uh, Wednesday night. So right. you'd like to at least get to that three, four spot mm-hmm. where it is right now. So NTSU's right there. Uh, they've – you know they lost the game at uh, Moorhead State, but then came back and bounced back nicely. Yeah, they, yeah, they're blowing people. Junior Clay, by the way, forty uh, this yep. past Saturday, yep. uh, and, and just falling out of control. That mm-hmm. kid, yeah, yeah uh, he's against been great. SIUE, forty points. Uh, I think the career of the all-time scoring is forty-five. Anthony Mason. Uh, had forty. My Anthony Mason yes. from the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Anth- yeah. It's he's it's TSU's Anthony Mason. They just loaned him to the Knicks. That's right, for my pur- for my purposes. Oh, he would. I loved his game. I mean that they were when they threw there with, um, I obviously Patrick Ewing, but uh, Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley. I thought you said you didn't like that brand of basketball. I didn't, but I I, I like those players. Oh, okay. I mean, but they that's their that's the way they had to play. Right. They were right. that physical. They could not run up. You know. Right. And and, and Pat they, Riley dumbed they, the game down. He, he made it a fist fight. They did in a in a toll booth. <laughs> they did in a phone booth. Maybe yeah. a toll booth. But uh, yeah, they didn't work out so well for uh, James Conn in the Godfather, the toll booth, Sonny. Yeah. That was a he, he let was, his temper get the best of him. Yeah, went out on his own. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. The Godfather. Tell me on that one, Patton. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, you got it. You cannot. You know, yeah. all three of I'm them. I'm a big mobster. No, the Godfather three. You can avoid that like the plague. That movie was terrible. Uh, yeah, but it still was. I don't. I mean, I watched I wouldn't it. Go terrible. I watched. That's it the one with I Robert w- De Niro, right? Uh, yeah, where he come goes back to his youth. Where that was two. Was that two with Robert yeah. De Niro? Godfather three was that. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. Yeah. It, was, mm. it was. It was. Now I watched it because I watched one and two, so I felt it was my duty to watch three. Yeah. But Godfather three was absolutely the drizzling. You know what? Really was awful. Wow. Awful movie. I, I wouldn't. Terrible movie. I wouldn't. Awful. I wouldn't say it stacked up the other two, but I wouldn't go say it it's is awful. Garbage. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> all right. Ah. Uh, all right. Ah, wow. Yeah. I don't even. I, I, so, have man, you seen that, Godfather that, 3 yet, Patton? No. You don't need to. Okay. I mean, you uh, can if you want to. Yeah. If you have a couple hours to kill and you watch, you want to watch a really horrible movie, watch Godfather 3. If I, if I want to appreciate the first two a little yeah, bit more, watch, exactly. watch the yeah. third. Okay. So, just, I watched it just so I could have a reference guide. But, yeah, it was, it was terrible. Horrible. Yeah, it, as a matter of fact, um, I'm just reading it now that he really, because of you know Francis Ford Coppola had 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 some other movies not do well, he had to take the offer for a third from Paramount to pay for some other. I'm just mm-hmm. reading this yeah, now yeah. to pay for some other movies. And so it, he, yeah, and it and it you know it felt like it. It felt like they just slapped it together. And I think Cop- yeah. Coppola's daughter was in it. And she couldn't act worth a, you know what, <laughs> you know and. Now his his um, it was bad. 
Andy Garcia was in it. He was. It was just. It was bad. Bad man. Bad. Yeah, but Pacino, Diane Keaton, Talia, you know, Shire. I mean. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. But no, it's kind of like Rocky Five. You know, every 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 series of movies has its clunker, and like in the Rocky series, like three and four were just like over the top eighties movies. Stallone's ego was out of control, but you know they they were entertaining, right? Rocky Five with Tommy Gunn. Have you seen it? I it's, can't. I don't know. They're all a blur to me. It's awful. Awful. Yeah. Well, here, here's what I was reading about this. We'll get up, if anybody wants to call, fine. 615 What's your favorite sports movie ever, Bonnie? Uh, well, 615. Uh, Coppola felt that the first, this is Wikipedia, but Coppola yeah. felt that the first two films uh, had told uh, the complete story, the complete uh, Corleone saga. He intended part three to be an epilogue to the first two films. A dire financial situation initially caused by the failure of One from the Heart movie mm-hmm. uh, compelled him to take up Paramount's offer to make a third installment. Uh, Coppola and, and Mario Puzo, the the yep. author, right. uh, preferred the uh, title The Death of Michael Corleone, but Paramount Pictures found that unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Michael dies at the end. The death of Michael Corleone. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, 615-844-5600. Uh, Taylor Lewan released yesterday. Uh, that'll save $15 million. Uh, you know, Where do you put him in the uh, pantheon uh, of Titans? Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, Patton's more in tune because his emergence from uh, uh, from uh, puberty to being a young man coincided right. was, with I mean, <laughs> Well, I mean, Patton was too young to remember, yeah. like, the first wave of Titan stars, yeah. right? Mac, Eddie George, Keith Bullock, you know, Frank Wycheck, et cetera, et cetera. Um, well, and they've had- I would say he's one of the top guys of yeah. this second wave right. of Titans, mm-hmm. you know, big-time stars. But and it also him Patton, Derek yeah, you know they were, he, Delaney Walker he brought he was the face that brought him out of the uh, the wilderness right the uh, five and twenty seven you know death march yeah su- such as it was yeah I would agree with that and I think he's one of the top guys of this second wave of Titans you know Pro Bowlers stars whatever you want to call it yeah. right like him Derek Henry uh, Delaney Walker certainly is in that pile. Um, yeah, and before that, we talk about Brad Hopkins, and and I won't get on how many times All Pro, Pro Bowl. It's also who's played left tackle in the sure. league when you're playing, sure. right? Right. When, when Brad Hopkins was playing, there's probably five left tackle Hall of Famers right now, right? From Orlando Pace, yeah, I mean, yeah, Jonathan Ogden, yeah. I mean, yeah. there were yep. he was the fifth bu- best, and maybe four in front of him are Hall yeah, of Famers. There were some re- you're right. That's a great point. There's some know. great LTs playing during that time period. And he and there's played, some good ones now. But, you know. He played 194 games, Brad did. Started mm-hmm. 188, so very durable. Yep. Uh, and and first-round pick in 93. So he was that among the bridge from the Oilers to yep. that whole thing and then all the way through until, uh, um, I guess, his last year was um, – what was Brad's last year? I don't know. 80, no, no, not 80. 80? No, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm doing, no, 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 I was doing the, Bruce Matthews. No, I'm doing the, yeah, but Bruce Matthews played every position. Yeah, and he yeah. played forever. All right. Joe in Old Hickory. Joe, what's up, man? Greg, Johnny Schwinger, how y'all doing? Hi, Joe. How you doing, pal? Man, I'm doing good. If if you're going to pull for Vanderbilt, guys, and I'm a season ticket holder for football and basketball for right. over 40 years. Right. The first thing you got to be able to do is put salt on your cereal. <laughs> Vanderbilt don't make it easy for you to pull for them. I can so, understand that. I definitely can understand that. 
the greatest fan they've ever had out there, Vandy Lance, he don't even go to the games no more. So that just tells you how they are out there. You just got to kind of overlook them. If you want to go to the ball games, go and have fun and enjoy it. Win or lose, mostly lose, but uh, <laughs> that ain't going to make it easy on well, you. Well, Joe, you let that. me ask you this. I mean, you know, the five-game winning streak, you had to enjoy that. I mean, I know they stubbed hey. their toe last night at LSU, a bad LSU team, but, you know, they're playing some good ball during that five-game win streak. I'm a Stackhouse guy. Let me tell you, you trying to win at Vanderbilt nowadays mm-hmm. in this pay-for-play era, you ain't going to get nobody to come into Vanderbilt do any better than Jerry Stackhouse. Are you kidding me? He's Doing got, a lot better than Bryce he's Drew. Got name recognition. He's got name recognition. The guy can coach. You know, is he perfect? No, mm-hmm. but he he won seven SEC games last year. He's won eight this year. You got to remember when he took over, they were zero and eighteen in the conference. That's right. You know, so and I understand it's not like it used to be out there. When the NCAA rule book would look like the Webster's Dictionary, they had a lot better <laughs> chance. You know. That, well, but they can, yeah, but they now don't underestimate Vanderbilt in the NIL era. Okay, they've got their collectives, a collective one that they've partnered, I think, with NBC Sports with. But baby, but there's that's not an that won't be an issue at Vanderbilt. If the, and the transfer portal is a different animal because of academics, right? Uh, but still, uh, I think that's also uh, navigable. 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 Quit yeah. while you're behind. Yeah, uh, I think they. I think they can. I think they can do it. <laughs> That's a problem. Yeah, yeah and, you know, <laughs> navigable. I know veterans got a lot of money. They just don't like to spend a lot of money on athletics. They like to, you know, they love to get that ninety million they're going to be getting when Texas and Oklahoma comes in, but. They don't like to divvy. I, I tell you like what, though, I I don't necessarily agree with you anymore because of this new Chancellor Deermeyer. I think he's very serious. And little birdie told me that he wasn't happy with Stackhouse after the Alabama loss, mm-hmm. and that they might have had a uh, there might have been a, a coming to Jesus meeting with the uh, Chancellor, the AD, and Stackhouse. Little Ooh, birdie, okay. might have said that he. You're might, just revealing this now. That, I I'm just telling little birdie we got. Oh, we got one right outside the window. <laughs> well, I like Deermeyer, guys. He spent three hundred million, so yeah. I mean, I think I think right now it's if I'm a Vanderbilt fan, I'm encouraged with the top leadership yeah. more than the past twenty five yeah, thirty it, years. It feels more like they care. Zepp, Zeppos, he 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 only wanted he only wanted to be around for photo opportunities. Uh you know, Joe <laughs> Joe Watt Joe B. Wyatt, he wanted he had in he had in sports and hell he played he was a first baseman. Played uh, in minor league baseball. He was an athlete guy. And he thought, though, because he was so much an athlete guy, that he had to prove that he wasn't to all the academians, academicians. <laughs> you're well, you're you right. Hit it right on the yeah. head, man. Yeah. As usual, you hit it right on the head. Guys, I love y'all's show. All right. Keep up the good work. Right. Thank you, Joe, so much for listening and calling in. Little birdie. Okay. Right outside the window. Uh, who is it? Okay, in the order they've gotten to us. Eric from Lower Antioch. Los Angeles. Or, or Lower Alabama. Eric, good morning. Actually, it's Los Angeles. All right, Eric. All right, Eric. Wow, calling us from the land of La La, the city of well, angels. You know, I have been listening um, off and off to WNSR. Um, what the thing was for me is that I prompted to call in because I was thinking about UCLA and Vanderbilt in baseball tomorrow. Yeah. And I am also a 
a good buddy of Tim Corbin um, because several of our friends came out of Vanderbilt. In, in fact, Mark Pryor, who starred very well at USC, mm-hmm. came out of Vanderbilt for a little bit. And so, you know. Yeah, isn't uh, he the, is he the Cubs pitching coach? Who's he the pitching coach for now? Yes, for the Dodgers. For the Do- like I said, the Dodgers. <laughs> you said right. the Dodgers. Yeah. Yes, and and the thing about it is, y'all used to carry the Dodgers. I I would like for y'all to think about doing that again sometime down in the future. But the thing for Vandy right now, um, concerned about their um, how they're going to be playing against UCLA. I think they're going to be uh, giving these guys a very very good uh, push because John Savage is a very good guy. I know him very well. Um, I go go to the games out here. I've never been to a Vanderbilt game yet. And, oh, you got to um, come out to the Hawk, hang out in Nashville. Yeah, and and, and Savage and, and Corbin are are, yeah, are good buddies. Good buddies. Yep. So uh, thus this series uh, as well. Without now, as far as us carrying the Dodgers now, I mean, come on, uh, we've got the Braves <laughs> and we've got Vanderbilt baseball. Uh, so that's enough. Did we used to carry Dodgers? I baseball? don't remember us carrying the Dodgers. What what years were there? Were the were those Eric? It it was like. Like real late in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. I think okay. that's what really? it was. Huh. It's got a Dodgers jersey hanging up. In yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. that's a Tommy Lasorda signed jersey from an appearance yeah, here. Okay. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've actually had Lasorda on the show several times before he passed. He would come hey, here. Hey. Yeah, John Hobbs, who Music Valley Drive, yep. all of that was his. Yeah. they were very good friends. Eric, so. real quick, are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Do you want them to? Do you care? Well, at this point in time, I think the Lakers have a very good chance because they're like only two to three games out of the sixth seed. Mm-hmm. What y'all need to do, have is, you know, can you at least try to get a team with the Memphis Grizzlies have an expansion team? I, I think that's on the offing in a couple of years because Nashville has been proven to – uh, draw very well with the Predators. So why not an uh, NBA team? Because you're too close to Memphis. Yeah, Memphis is kind of our NBA team, just yeah. like the Preds are kind of Memphis's hockey sort team. Sort of why there. Louisville's never gotten an NBA team, because the Pacers are 100 right. miles away. Right. So right. Uh, it's it's called you – know, and, and, but you're right, but there was – when they were building the arena, uh, Mayor Bredesen at the time, who later became governor, uh, sure. the, the, the Predators were in expansion. But there was conversations with the uh, Sacramento Kings about moving here, the New mm-hmm. Jersey Devils. It was sort of, hey, we're building this. Who's the first to move right right you know yeah but the grizzlies after they moved to vancouver to memphis and they're on our station uh i i just don't see nba here because of that proximity yeah right 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 all right y'all you have a wonderful day thanks for calling call anytime yeah appreciate it eric eric from los angeles california we're not gonna i i have don't it's not even 8 30 out there i don't remember us ever having the dodgers and i've been on this station since 2000 yeah. I've been on it, you know, away for a few years, then back. So, hmm. huh? Interesting. Uh, yeah, man. I, I don't know why he wanted to listen to the Dodgers on our station when he's living there. Right. <laughs> I think I think there's probably a station out there that has them. I would, you, I you would know, guess. You think? All right. Hey, Doug, Tony, we'll get to you right after the break. 
golfers teed up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway. Featuring the Paradigm Woods and Irons, the Paradigm Woods are engineered with forged carbon to have unparalleled distance and forgiveness. The irons feature a high-strength forged face for increased launch speed and spin. A new paradigm in performance. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, (laughs) environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with free in-home water tests from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the double your refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4 Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Say, for the ones who get it done, Granger is offering high-quality supplies and solutions for every single industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and the experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people even safer. So, call, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. Granger.com. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability and access to experts ready to answer your toughest questions. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Jim Rome is here weekdays 11 to 2 on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. The SEC is for closers, and there's only one way to survive in the SEC, ABC. A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. A, B, C, A always, B, B, C, closing, always be closing. Jim Rome, 11 to 2 on Nashville's original sports radio, WNSR. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. How low can you go? These chairs continually sink uh, throughout the show. I guess 
people will respond, well, you lose some weight. All right, 615 Well, when you share a studio with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan, I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They've no, made, you're not. They made fun of me because of my, because they think I'm short. I'm not. I'm average height, but, you know, so. I think it's because you're and, you're so broad. What do you mean? Huh? I mean, yeah. I mean, you have no neck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, you, there, try, you, lose you, try, three, you lose three inches on neck, you, right? You, you tried to pretend choke me a couple of weeks ago. You couldn't, you couldn't I know. I couldn't get around. my hands around your neck. I mean. I'm a uh, mailbox, man. I'm a yeah, fire hydrant. So I'm a tree stone. If you had a normal neck, you'd be 5'11". Yeah, maybe you're right. You know? I well, let's put you on the rack. I should. I should yeah. Well, I, I do that once a month at my chiropractor. Yeah, actually. oh, man. I need one. Yep. Uh, I, my, next wife, my next wife's going to be a chiropractor. I'll just say that. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's go to the... Who, who's Shout Doug, out, Robin. Doug. We hope to, you're well yeah, today. Doug, good morning. What's up, Doug? Dougie Fre- a fr- a fr- a Fresh. Well, first of all, I've, I've listened to Mr. Pogue use words that seem like they ought to be on Wheel of Fortune with like 25 consonants and you get a guy calling in from L.A. <laughs> I think IQ-wise that I'm nervous about even saying what I need to say, and I just left the chiropractor. I, I'm just nervous right now. I don't. Well, think you, I'm you should be loosen up, man. Doug, we're friends, right? Oh, well, I did loosen up. I all mean, right. Oh, yeah. Just popped up, yeah, and chiropractor got a good little. But again, did the neck thing where words. your neck went, <laughs> I love that. People hate that. I uh, love it. Oh, well, the thing is, she said that I'm so muscular that sometimes it doesn't pop. So I only got. Yeah, one I get pop that all the, the time. Whole. I really do. I he's, get that all the time. He's in the gym I, all the I, time, I, pumping the weights. He's so can, muscular. It's how, fantastic. How, how, did your your chiropractor with that neck? Yeah. I mean, it's he's got to like be able to bench press like 600 pounds he's, to get you know that what, neck You know around. what? My chiropractor played football yeah. at Marshall University. Yeah, he's absolutely. from Huntington, West Virginia. He's a he's a big old strong hillbilly boy. So he he loves he loves working on me. He'd snap my neck off. His, his daughter works there, and she's this little tiny girl, and she tried to like adjust me one day, and she's like, "Okay, I'll try this. I'm not as strong as my dad." And then you know, Doctor Dixon came in and like. Basically, it was like, "Have a seat, honey. I got this." And he's, he's like, <laughs> "Doug, <laughs> yeah, the, I, little way. Yeah. yeah, Doug. The purpose of your call? Uh, the purpose of my call is uh, <laughs> yesterday on uh, the announcement of Taylor Lewan. You know, according to Busting with the Boys, when he came out with it, he said that they had released him, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't long after that that the Titans said that he didn't pass the physical. So, to me, was he just trying to put it out there like they cut me out? I really was going to keep playing, you know, a few weeks ago. He was talking about giving 100% and call Well, they were going to release cool. him whether he failed the physical right, or not. Right. That's yes, just a I, designation. I right. Yeah. I think him announcing they released me and then them announcing. Well, <laughs> to be fair, they said they're, he said he said the Titans are going to release yeah. him. But they released him. They listed Zach Cunningham, failed physical as well. It's just right. a designation. Right. They were going to release him. Right. Yeah. I mean. It's easier for them to say failed physical than to say he makes too much money and he's been hurt too much and we're getting rid of him. Well, I mean, but can you, you know, quote, fake a failed physical if you're the Titans? You know, we just want to tag you failed physical or did you actually not pass their physical? I would say that he failed the physical. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. I I think it's what I would say. You know, I mean, I could tell him that. That knee's not good. Failed physical. I could do that. Right. Right. I mean, you just had surgery. They probably looked at him when he walked in the room for the physical and said, you failed the physical. He's probably about three to three, four months still in, in full rehab right now. Yeah. Yeah. Although I saw him before the Rams game, he looked good. Oh, by the way, my daughter, 
I got a picture of Taylor Lewan on my phone. He was in the Phoenix airport on Sunday. My daughter Grace and her friend Kelsey were out there at a girls trip to Sedona. Okay. And so you fly to Phoenix, you can drive up to Sedona. Yeah. Taylor Lewan and his wife were in the airport. My friend, so I get this text from my daughter. Kelsey just set, stepped on Taylor Lewan's toes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and said he was so nice. Of course, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's I lo- so I love approachable. Taylor. Yeah, and Taylor's good I, dude, but, but I got a. He was I, coming back from Cabo. Him and uh, Will Compton were in. Really? Cabo. Okay. Yeah. Let me. Um, okay. I don't. I've already deleted the picture. But uh, yeah, they, he was him. Grace took a picture of him and his wife in the airport. But nice. Kelsey t- stepped on his toe. Nice job, Kelsey. And and, and, and Grace goes, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why he failed. Well, and failed the physical. That's why he failed yeah, the physical. Yeah. He'd still be a Titan yeah. if it weren't for Kelsey. Get Kelsey well, on the phone. It's going to be on a microphone. It's not going to be on a field. It's going to be on a microphone. You think he's going to retire? Re- he's not retiring. He's just picking up a second profession. He's not retiring. No, I'm saying retire from football, Doug. Is I, he is he done? Has he played his last game? Or you, I, I'm, I think I'm, he's, he's going to sign with another team and play next year. This is a, and this is my opinion. You know, we're, they're talking about, you know, one of the Titan greats. I, I can't give him that because of the standard that's been set before him. And plus, he's missed. A, he's not played a complete season the last two seasons, so can't call you great. You know, you're not Brad Hopkins. You're not, you know, uh, in that same language. So I can't give him great yet. Now, he did make it through the rough times. One of the first, you know, guys to hang around back when they were terrible. But I, I just can't give him great yet. I think it on longevity as much as because when he was playing, he was just, he was darn good he, when he yeah, when he was very, healthy and yeah, playing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. I think it's more on longevity. I think in the last 65 games, he only played half of them. Yeah. yeah. Over that, four that's years. Where I lose it. Yeah. That's no, I understand, I Doug. The, the best ability is availability, right? I, we understand can't that. Can't make the club in the tub. That's now, right. You can't make it at the chiropractor, but you can't make it at, at the tub. So, <laughs> again, Mr. Poe, keep using those big, long words, and uh, thank you for taking the time with a dumb guy like me. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Doug. You know, and Doug, I, the hard words I was butchering, right? I yeah. never got them right. And you looked at me to throw you a lifeline. I'm I, like, no, nah, man. I, I'm missing. No, I needed. I, I, I was missing, or I had one too many syllables, or not enough. Yeah, exactly. One of the two. I don't exactly. know. Right. I'm feeling this morning I was going to be of no help. Thank so. you. All right. Tony in Nolensville. Tony. Tony! Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony! <laughs> Guys, uh, sad to say that uh, I've missed the first hour of the show this morning. I woke up a little late, y'all. Ironically, y'all talking about chiropractors. I've had a, I've got a crick in my neck. Mm. I don't know what happened. So probably slept <laughs> and, on it wrong. Uh, I, I do that all the time. Part of the show. Yeah. Well, you missed Tim Corbin. You uh, need to go doing... back and listen. That's go right. back and listen to Tim Corbin. That's right. Well, I, I'll do it on the. Uh, when you you know download it and then I upload it on the SoundCloud stuff. I always do that a lot. And uh, our good friend right there, Patton, told me that my buddy that I talked to an hour last night, Clay, mm. called in, and I don't know what Clay said all about Vanderbilt. I hope I'm not going to echo what he said. But uh, last night, what well, I well, he basically first of all, well, Tony, kudos. Tony, in a nutshell, he basically. Bashed Stackhouse, he bashed Candace Lee, and you know he went all mushroom cloud on us. Well, that's why we we had some conversation about it last night, and like, and uh, I'm not going to go all in detail about it. But uh, <laughs> what uh, my complaint last night, and what I was going to say, first of all, kudos to LSU. 
Yep. You know, they've had a 14-game losing streak. They're still playing hard. They do look like they're still playing hard. I've watched them in other games, not just last night. Mm-hmm. And they've taken two or three other teams to the wire. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but uh, kudos to them. Give a shout-out to them. And uh, they, guys, last night, they just wanted it more. Vanderbilt players, there were three players in the game I saw playing with with them, uh, with it on a chip on their shoulder where the game meant something, and several other players, using no cliche, it looked like they would just roll the ball out there and thought if they threw the jerseys on the floor that they were going to get the victory. That's what I saw out of a lot of players. And that's where I have my problem with Stack is last night, and of course we've applauded him, but in those games like last night, it's almost a trap game. Yeah. You one you kind of overlook. We all said it, you know, looking at the schedule, this is automatic wins. And you got to motivate those players. You got to find something in those players 6 inches between the ears to get them motivated to go out there and play that game against a team that is on the very bottom of the barrel to play and and have a reason why you're there and to come back with the win. I don't care if it's one point. You've got to get that win. So and I mean, but Tony, I mean, I don't I know how you me- I don't know how you can measure effort. I really don't know. I think sometimes you just got to go if you're younger players especially, you just got to go through the process of learning how these things work and yeah, did it, it didn't surprise me. I thought it was a trap game too. I picked LSU to win on the air yesterday. And Stack's uh, been saying yeah. all season that did you really? okay. yeah. Stack's been oh. saying all season guys that you know, we're learning how to win. This is part of the process yeah. going on the road against a bad team that you process, should be John. and taking care of business. Mm-hmm. That's right, Tony. That's part of the process. And it's not an NCAA tournament you team, okay? It it's not. That's, right. that's it, the yeah. game that and, – and from Stack's point of view, he's looking at a team, all right, this team, and I've been saying it, they're gelling, they're playing together, they're learning each other, they know their roles, they know what what's out there in front of them, and he might be, you know, thinking, all right, these guys get it. Well, and then you, let me, bam, let me here, jump in, Tony. Here's here what I think. In, the thing is, when I say they're not an NCAA tournament team, I think right now they're maybe one of the top 30 or 40 teams in the country right now. Yeah. But when I say they're not an NCAA tournament team, right. it's it's your it's your incomplete resume. Right. The and, resume. Yeah, yeah. Losing at the home resume. to Grambling, losing this and game. That's yeah. Guys, one other thing I want to talk about, I don't know if y'all talked about this, but uh, yesterday there was a naming of a street in Madison to uh, – Guy I played softball with for three years years ago, mm-hmm. uh, Lonnie Sadler. Lonnie Sadler that way. Was, what yep. a great, mm-hmm. what a great honor that was yesterday. And uh, you talking about a great guy, just a really great guy. And uh, he was so fun to be around. Uh, Pokey, you knew him, John. I wish you. I don't know if you got to know him in his later years, but uh, they they named the street after him yesterday, and I think that was. That was pretty uh, fitting. I, I wanted to give kudos, a little shout out for that. And uh, so, and one last thing, guys, have y'all been keeping up with uh, Mike Oregon's All Decades uh, team? 
Yeah, and of course Lonnie Sadler was on that. He played at Madison High, just a, lo- a local legend for that. Yeah, and and Mike, I've talked to Mike about it. He said, "Man, it's the hardest thing he's ever done." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, 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 yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> but probably get a lot of pushback on social media. Well, his parameters are set. You've got to at least be all state. Mm-hmm. You know this, and, and and so that's that eliminates a lot of people. But uh, yeah, you're not going to get it all those right. lists. But yeah, but Lonnie was, um, uh, I mean, he was a hell of a player, one of the Nashville true well, legends. I'm proud yeah. to say yeah. I played with one on uh, on there from Overton, a boy named Keith Cannon. I thought Thomas Gilbert would have been on there. He was all state, but Keith Cannon, who went on to Georgia, he uh, a good friend of mine, and he he was on there. Jimmy Gaylor from Overton. So I'm glad uh, the Bobcats had a. Had some representation on it. I have a Nick Kutras' team, all those great teams he had. Well, Lonnie Jr., this quote about his dad, and I'm glad you brought this up because I'd seen that too, and Lonnie passed away when he was 67, um, way too early. His son, this quote, it was just the lessons he taught me about being a man, about being a black man. Never let let that be a detriment to you. Never use that as a crutch or an excuse. It was always about motivation and working hard. He always expressed the importance of getting a good education. So just a fine man. It's good that the city of Madison named uh, a street after him. He was fun to play some ball with, I'll say that too. Hell of a day. I'm going to let you go. Great show. Thanks, Tony. If you, if you want to read, uh, Mike Oregon's got a story uh, on the Tennessean website about that now. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, uh, Madison Street, Lonnie Sadler Way, uh, true legend. All right, we'll take a break. 615-844-5600. Hello, I'm Greg Pogue, and welcome to the High Valley Conference Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Drunk driving is the ultimate form of unsportsmanlike conduct. The Tennessee Highway Safety Office reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. Morehead State has clinched a share of the regular season men's championship for its 10th overall title and first since 2003. With another win, the Eagles win the title outright for the first time since 1984. This week's OVC Player of the Week, UT Martin's Parker Stewart, hit eight three-pointers in a win over Tennessee Tech on Saturday. It marked the second time this season he has hit eight trifectas in a game. In women's basketball, Little Rock topped Eastern Illinois on Saturday to take a two-game lead with two games to play for the regular season title. The Trojans locked up the number one seat for the OVC tournament in its first year in the league. TSU's Erica Haynes-Overton is now leading the OVC in scoring in conference-only games, averaging 17 points per game in 14 league contests. Joining Stewart with the men's weekly honors was Tennessee Tech's Brett Thompson as top newcomer and Cameron Hafner, the top freshman for a fourth straight week. Little Rock's Sally Karuma and UT Martin's Sharnice Curry-Jelks were women co-players of the week, while Moorhead State's Veronica Charles was top newcomer and Curry-Jelks the top freshman. For complete information on this year's OVC Basketball Championships presented by United Fidelity Bank being held March 1st through the 4th at the Ford Center in Evansville. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville. For a complete weekly schedule, including live video links, visit ovcsports.com. To find other news and features and more, follow the league on your favorite social media platforms at OVC Sports and at ovcsports.com. You won't believe it until you OVC it. This has been the OVC Basketball Weekly Spotlight presented by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You've been drinking, don't drive, and always remember that fans don't let fans drive drunk. I'm Greg Pogue wishing everybody a great week of OVC Basketball. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. 
If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March Madness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. The High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank as they return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. I'm not saying like Derrick Henry is going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be able to tote the rock 330 times in a season. did lose a half step. He was getting caught in that second level. And you saw the fumbling. That's what their plan is. We're just going to go in again on Derrick Henry and figure this out. It just seems like the definition of insanity to me. The Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch. With Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, or as we call it, Two Men and a Baby. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Talk to our station general manager, Ted Johnson. That one year, one season, like oh seven oh eight. Yeah, we were the Dodgers radio affiliate for really? one year, and that uh, and it was uh, because to get Vin Scully on. Okay, uh, and I guess that was a bridge because before we had the Braves or, or whatever. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, of course, we got the Braves and Vanderbilt. But we've always had Vanderbilt baseball. Uh, but uh, yeah, how about that? Uh, so yeah, that. in the, in the uh, jersey that you're right, Patton. I thought you were talking about there's a signless sort of jersey around yeah. here somewhere, or maybe it's gone. <laughs> uh, and um, I don't have it, but of course, Lasorda used to come into Nashville a lot. His buddy John Hobbs, and there was a a uh, the um, the monastery was with the uh, the nuns, very you know, supportive of those. It got to be good, very fundraisers for for them, the local um, there. So the one over there, all Rosa Parks, it sits up on the the hill. It's you ever that you ever looked at that building and those buildings around I have. there? They're just beautiful. Yeah, very nice. You, you can't get up in there unless you got an invite, or you're a nun. Then we're neither. Uh, so, uh, but uh, yeah. So, and then yeah, we had the Dodgers. I didn't. I don't remember. So Eric from L.A. certainly remembers. Yeah. But if he's out in L.A., why is he listening to a station in Nashville do L.A. Dodger games? Well, he may have been lived. I, I got the feeling he lived here because it, and during that conversation, he dropped a couple y'alls. Yeah. So yeah. did you yeah. hear though? Yeah. There was a y'all in there. I said. That's not. That's not. That's not L.A. That's not Santa Barbara. No, no, uh, y'all. Yeah, they uh, don't say y'all in uh, California. Uh, mm-hmm. So 615-844-5600. Predators, um, four games to the trade deadline. March third, we determined that was a week from tomorrow. 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 Uh huh. So um, they are in. My uh, Rangers may, may be looking yeah. at getting Patrick Kane. Yeah. How about that? I don't know. Well, come on, react. To I, me. you know, I don't know enough about it to Break react. Break down the Rangers, man. Let's go. Yeah, good. <laughs> you you keep up for them, for both of us. Okay, All right, All fair right. enough. So, uh, but yeah, Ryan Johansson uh, surgery emergency. They call it emergency surgery. And if you saw what appeared mm-hmm. to be the slash of the ice, it wasn't nothing. You know, it was just a freak accident. Yep. You know, the player yep. got turned up and and just sort of the angle of the way, you know, for uh, Johansson was rolling and uh, not rolling, but moving through. And um, yeah, uh, so he's out 28 points, 
12 goals, 16 assists in 15, 55 games. You know, so Philip Tomasino had a goal the other night. Um, I think it's – hey, let's see what you got, buddy. You know, see what you got. Well, yeah, I mean, that, that injury and plus the fact that, you know, the Preds are seven points out of a, of a playoff spot might have been the final nail in the coffin. We'll see. I mean, they could get hot here. These other teams could get cold. But, you know, it's certainly not going to help matters not having him in the lineup because he's, you know – by and large, your top center, your top playmaker, setting up other guys and things of that nature. But I I tend to think that one more Preds loss in regulation and one more wild win in reg, you know, regardless of how it comes, might nine points might be too much to uh to uh, overcome for the Preds. But they do have a number of games left and I think they two, got twenty six games left, maybe twenty seven, yeah, something it's, like it's, that. It's in the yeah. high twenties. Yeah. Um and you know they'll need they'll need a lot to happen, and first and foremost they gotta they gotta string some wins together. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and Forsberg's now missed five games in a row with yep whatever uh, he's well, got. Well, it's a concussion. I mean, yeah. he got whacked in that game, and right? Then he got sent out, and I mean, I don't know that it's an upper body. Take your pick, but I mean, you, it was you, you if you see the replay, yeah, the way he was struggling to get to his feet, and he, the he was, and the and he, he had that look in his face, yeah, like he was in a different week. Yeah, the lights yeah, were on, but yeah, nobody yeah. was home. He got, yeah. he got nailed, and <laughs> yep. um, so he's been out five games. So anyway, tonight uh, San Jose nine thirty tonight. So uh, a little late night hockey. Yeah, I won't make it to through all of that one. <laughs> uh, and and uh, but then Sunday, no, no Saturday. Uh, they're in Arizona Sunday night. Then the Penguins yep. uh, come to town Tuesday. I may have to be in the building for that one. Yeah, team I used to cover. Don't know. What I mean, you were in Pittsburgh. <sighs> Shut up. <laughs> I give you a crack. <laughs> so what is I, that they, supposed don't, to don't indicate? Hit, don't, do I, don't hit a gimp. Do I? Do I bring? The, the, is, well, is yeah, that, but I bring things up. Is that too. your passive aggressive way of saying I, I bring up the fact that I used to work in Pittsburgh too much? No, it's pretty aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Uh, no, I'm teasing with you. Uh, I, I love Pittsburgh, by the way. I do. That's, I, I have a lot of fun there. I'm actually good, going on city. my old station yeah. this afternoon to I talk about I could live in Pittsburgh. Yeah. I could live. Well, it's you a, did. It's a very, yeah. 11 and a half years. It's, it's a, a very, very livable it city. It is. It's a good city. I yeah. uh, you know, People go, It's and it's a clean city. It's clean. It really, it's yep. a, it, people, you know, of course, from the steel mills sure. to where they are now. They think now. it's like a dirty Rust Belt no. city. It's not at all. It's a very it's sort of, modern metropolitan city. And it's what I look at when I look at Milwaukee. It's, mm-hmm. you know, from what it was to where it's just a beautiful city. Yeah. Uh, and, and. I don't but, think I've ever been to Milwaukee. I need to go. Eh, it's you know. You want to go? You want to go do a like a Brewers road trip? Yankees are, are playing. If any more, I've done those, and I've actually done the Wrigley Field day and Brewers night. Okay, what's yeah. that? About a ninety mile drive? It's, yeah, a couple hours with traffic, hour yeah. and a half. But you could get you know straight from one. This was I did it when they were in Old County Stadium. Right. Uh, because this year in baseball, everybody plays everybody home and away. Correct. Yeah. So the Yankees at some point will be in Milwaukee. So I have to check the schedule. Um, Do some shows out there, man. Eat some brats. I'm already looking at something. Okay. When I'm healthy again. Okay. So that would be 2025 maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, our buddy Travis Teletasi, who the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, of course the yes. number, number two commissioner with the OVC, yep. is going to become the Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference. We had him on the show commissioner. recently. Yeah, a great guy. He worked for the Mets and, and still has a lot of connections with the Mets. And so when the Brewers, I've never been to, is it City Field? City Field, City yeah, Field. Never, I've never been. Yeah, I went to, right, o, right went to O'Shea, airport. 
with O'Shea, not old Shea, but old old Shea, right? Right, Shea Stadium, yeah. Don't I didn't ever go to Ebbets Field? Thank you. <laughs> Did you watch the Giants play in the Polo in Grounds? The Polo when, Grounds when yeah. Y.A. Tittle was the quarterback. Yeah, right. when they when they they moved to L.A. moved the Dodgers moved to L.A. in fifty. I want to say fifty six. Maybe a little later. Was it or was it in the early sixties? The, the, the it might have been like sixty sixty one. Yeah. yeah, and then the Giants were a year later. Right. right, but I remember now they go back. They've seen these documentaries. Why they should have never left Brooklyn. I know. You know I've seen those. Yeah, you know, where there was a mayor and the mm-hmm. and and who who was it? Um, Branch Rickey uh, was the owner. Uh, no, or who was it? No, it was uh, it was the was o- it O'Malley. The owner, yeah, oh yeah, P- yeah, O'Malley. Peter O'Malley. Peter O'Malley, and they hated each other, and then yeah. he wouldn't give them the land. There was there's that, and so it was that mayor's fault. Fifty-eight. It's fifty-eight, but there's that. You've seen those documentaries of how, you yep. know, you know who's all in there in two through all of that time was Donald Trump Senior, mm. the slumlord. So, your anyway. words, not mine. Not my words either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think everyone would agree with that assessment, right? So that's not a political thing; it's a fact. Um, anyway, the um, but yeah, I've. Um, I think the Mets and then the Braves moved to what sixty four. I think somewhere through there. But anyway, all right. Enough history of that. We'll take a break. <laughs> be back and wrap it up in a few. Jacob the Electrician is on the air, saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Jacob the Electrician, providing quality service and pride. Give Jacob the Electrician a call today at 615-582-3452. That's 615-582-3542. Jacob the Electrician, on the air, saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care. Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4hymns.com slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Hey, you know it's a leap year, right? No, the next leap year isn't until 2024. Nope, it's this year. I can prove it. Here, play this new instant game from the Tennessee Lottery. Uh, okay. <laughs> Woohoo! I won! See what you did there? I jumped up and down? No, that was a leap. Don't miss your chance to jump for joy this February with our newest instant games. You could win up to $5 million. The Tennessee Lottery. Game changing fun. Please play responsibly. And now, some big news from WINN. The new February Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery have arrived. Now, for some bigger news, there are four new exciting games to choose from. 
And now, for our biggest news yet, you could win a top prize of $5 million. Make a break for fun today with February Instant Games, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March Madness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action. The High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank is the return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Wow, those guys are still on. moments and then we're 88 out the gate adios kazoos grizzlies basketball they are in philly the sixers how are the sixers doing where are they in the standings they're kind of hanging in there they're right third in the east third right in now. the east right now is harden like is he playing he is playing uh the uh the 76ers definitely won the ben simmons and james harden trade okay and your cavaliers get back to action tonight as well correct no Kevin Love for the first time yeah. in uh, nine years, so we'll see how they can uh, handle this. In terms of play on the court, didn't offer much, but this is a big leader. you got to be a little nervous letting them go to Miami, who you'll likely match up with in the first round. Yeah, a lot of fans wondering why, because the Lakers were an opportunity as well as the Suns for Kevin, but with the Heat, I mean, he's got a straight-line shot to maybe not start, but come be the first guy off I was going to say, he may start in some instances. Yep. He still got game? Uh, last time he played with the Cavs, he didn't. Now, it, it'll be the Cavs' luck. He'll come and yeah. he'll have uh, he'll find a shot. Average he, about 24 the exactly. rest of the game the rest of the exactly. season. Yeah, yeah he can That's score. Right. Cavaliers have the rich and creamy Nuggets tonight. We told Why? You hold on. Is, what, is it always that with the Nuggets rich and creamy? I guess that's what they call them out there in Denver. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. I'll be uh, partaking in the uh, Nugget Challenge tonight. Which is? Uh, for every point the Denver Nuggets score, I will be eating one chicken nugget. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? Cavs fans do this every time they play the Denver Nuggets. Really? They go. So and you get, could. So if they score 135 points, you got to eat 135 nuggets. 130 chicken nuggets. Are well, you? Are you? If serious? Pat's not here tomorrow, folks, you'll know why. I, I probably won't uh, partake in it, but uh, a lot of Cavs fans do, and I enjoy. Even though, th- uh, but I mean, they're going to score what? Uh, what are they average? One hundred and twenty, one hundred and fifteen a game. Yeah, they'll, they'll at least score one fifteen. Yeah. Tonight. So people eat one hundred and fifteen what? McNuggets, chicken nuggets, chicken or just nuggets any nuggets? Can go from any restaurant, yeah. Wendy's, McDonald's. So a hundred yeah. of them. What? How did that start? I have no idea. <laughs> That, you know, I guess we could Google that one. I have never heard That's of that. Cleveland sports fans. Have you ever heard of that? No, not until yeah. now. And I listen to Cleveland sports talk every day, virtually every day, you know, on my way here. 
And I'm friends with those guys at ESPN in Cleveland. It'll be funny because the Cavs... And, and, and the, the one co-host on that show is from Denver. Yeah. Aaron Goldhammer. They'll give up like 130 and the Cavs Twitter account will be... Sorry, Cavs fans. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that is so cool, dude. I had no idea. Wow. Hey, you mentioned Pittsburgh. I'll actually be going on my, uh, my old station today. Two o'clock. Talking what, John? Uh, talking about Taylor Lewan. I guess uh, Steeler fans are all in a tizzy. Yes. They want Taylor Lewan. All right, Wayne Embry. Was he the general manager there? Wayne Embry, I believe. At one point. At yeah. one point. It's 2011, so 12 years ago. He started for Wayne Embry's kids. Uh, he uh, it's was the hashtag me versus nuggets challenge in 2011. Cavs fans attempt to eat at least one McDonald's chicken McNuggets for each point the Nuggets score. There you go. Now, do you one high to, man eats 115. Now, do you viral. have to eat them as they're being scored, or do you tally it up at the end of the game and then eat them you, in like you, one you sitting? You eat them as the game goes on. So by the fourth quarter, you're you're eating cold, stale Ugh. chicken nuggets. Well, you can Ugh. nuke them, sure. Take them, yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's. And here's a, here's a uh, headline: Ohio man eats 115 chicken McNuggets in viral challenge. Well, you learn, you learn something every day. How bizarre. How bizarre. Speaking of that. One thing you don't want to learn is what those chicken McNuggets are made for, made out of. Beaks. I'll just, I'll beaks. Just, and, I'll just say that. Beaks. and uh, It's pieces parts. And, and remember that, little, that commercial? And that little little thing that flaps underneath the chickens. Yeah, you remember that commercial? That's actually edible. It's chicken. Pieces parts. Speaking of uh, weird things, uh, two to four, no, four to six, right? Live right. at T-Line today. Oh, I'll be there. T-Line? Okay, live at T-Line. Let's promote that. Give those leading, guys my yeah, best. Man. Leading all the way up to uh, the uh, Grizzlies pregame at 6.30 at Philly at 6.30. And then the McFarlands this afternoon, two to four. Have a good one, everybody. Jim Rome next.